Welcome to the first bonus episode of 2233. But for a bonus episode, this music is pretty serious. That's much better, thank you. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, dear 2233 team, we love what you're doing. We love your podcast. We especially love the fact that every single Friday for the entire year of 2019, you will release a brand new episode. But isn't it a little bit early for a bonus episode? The answer, dear listener, is no. There is no time like the present to tickle your taste buds with our first all food 2233. It's called The Food We Eat. So with no further ado, this week, silkworm larva as an appetizer, the taste of clouds, and getting stuck to a piece of fruit. Join us for a journey to the far side of your taste buds. It's 2233. We report what happens in the United States, warts and all. These exchanges shaped who I am. When you get to know these people, they're not quite like you. You read about them. They are people very much like ourselves. And that's what we call cultural exchange. Yes. The weirdest food that I ate in Korea was, um, I think a lot of people who are familiar with Korea are going to think that it was sanakji, which is live octopus. But, I mean, that was... I, living on that island, seafood seafood was everywhere, and you know, seafood is seafood. What was really weird was bondegi, which is um, silkworm larva, um, and these come in like yellow cans, and Koreans will eat them as snacks. Um, but I remember my my host family came home with like a bunch of them in a plastic bag, and I. I think they were trying to like get a reaction out of me and I was like very determined not to give it to them. So I was just like eating them. Um, and you know, that really impressed a lot of people because I think they assume foreigners don't eat silkworm larva, but I mean, this one does, so. a fruit called a wanabana and it's massive bright green has these soft spikes all around it and it looks like a big dinosaur egg <laughs> and when you cut it open inside is this fluffy juicy white fruit with black really bitter sour seeds in it and you can just pick the white fluff, the white fruit meat, with your hands. And it, it kind of gels in your hand. And when you put it in your mouth, it has the texture of clouds. And if you can imagine what clouds 
tastes like. It tastes amazing. It's so sweet and so flavorful and juicy. And I have never tasted anything like that in the United States. One of the strangest foods I've eaten is probably the jackfruit. A jackfruit is oblong in shape, a bit spiky on the outside, about maybe a foot and a half sometimes long. And inside of them are these, uh, we could call them seeds. They're uh, pale yellow in color and they have the taste that is a combination of pineapples and bananas. So delicious, if unusual. The tricky part about jackfruits is that you can't open them without them gluing your hands together. The sap is so thick that it cannot be, um, you cannot remove it from your hands without oil. So if you make the mistake of cracking open a jackfruit, just really, really excited to get to the meat of the thing, there's a good chance you'll have like jackfruit glued to your hands, or worse, your hands glued to each other. Uh, and I learned that lesson the hard way. I guess I could say that that was one of my other embarrassing moments. eating a bowl of soup one day at a neighbor's house had no idea what it was my Indonesian wasn't that great um, and I ended up eating like cow hoof um, something super random yeah it wasn't super great <laughs> did you enjoy it though um, not really <laughs> most Indonesian food I loved but that was definitely one that I was like eh. So Manchester is famous for having this uh, street colloquially known as the Curry Mile. And the Curry Mile is called that because in the past it was the sort of main street for the, the South Asian community in Manchester. And now it's more, um, it's more North African um, and uh, Arab. But the smells on that street were fantastic. There was all kinds of kebab houses. There were these great dessert shops. There were a lot of curry houses still. I loved living on the curry mile. I had so many sweets from all these different countries. I ate a lot of sugar. But the thing that I'll talk about is this thing called pan, which is a Pakistani um, and, and South Asian broadly sort of a treat. And, it's like a leaf with tobacco, some kind of tobacco that's kind of like glowing red and some like sprinkles and some mint and like a few other spices and they roll it up and you just eat it. And it, it's like, it's, you have an effect from it. It's kind of, it, I, would, I would always take American friends who are visiting me I would just start taking them to this place to just see how they reacted to it. And most of the time it was negative. They were not feeling it, but I kind of got used to it. And it was a sort of way to show like, welcome to my turf. <laughs> I have dietary restrictions. I have to go for halal food 
so here i turned out to be a vegetarian so it's always like uh, i have to go for uh, salads and i i used to laugh at, at times how i can eat this this thing someone plucked from the garden and gave it to me in a plate and but now i'm pretty used to it i i've started liking it and this morning breakfast especially with the um uh with this uh, sugar syrup and what's the name of that i forgot that one uh pancakes i really like pancakes uh i'm planning to bring it back to pakistan somehow i'll start this thing Indonesia has some seriously amazing food. Um they are consistently rated as one of the best um cuisines in the world, which was so special and something I totally indulged in. Um my favorite food is probably a dish called rendang and it's typically beef and it's stewed for hours and hours and hours and typically in the US that's not really my thing but um they use coconut milk and all these really lovely spices and it's had over rice and it's just super delicious and lovely Jinja, where the mouth of the Nile is. So for that reason, I was able to get the world's best tilapia. I haven't eaten a tilapia since I've come back to the United States because I've been spoiled for choice. Uh in Western Kenya and in, in Uganda, a tilapia is as wide as a person's shoulders. Uh and and, and they're delicious and and the, the mamas uh fry them on the side of the road. Um just in basic oil. It's not especially healthy, but they sure are delicious. Oh my gosh, all food is amazing <laughs> in Turkey. So, okay, the weirdest is probably not food. It's if you go into Turkey, everyone's obsessed with um Turkish kahve, which is Turkish coffee. 
and Turkish coffee is in my mind dirt. It's just literally tastes like dirt and they love it. It's a part of their history. It's like almost mystical. <laughs> their, their coffee is in like a little tiny, tiny like play teacup, so small and very dense and the grinds sink to the bottom. So once you're done drinking the grit, hopefully you don't get too much of the grinds in your teeth, you take the cup with the grinds at the bottom and you flip it over on the teacup plate, I guess whatever it was sitting on, and you let the grinds like kind of like flip down and dry and then someone reads their fortune out of the, the coffee and there's actually like special fortune tellers you can go to to specifically read your coffee grinds. Or there's someone in your family, like your mom, who's like extra spiritual and just like is good at reading your future through grinds. Twenty two thirty three is produced by the Collaboratory, an initiative within the US State Department's Bureau of Educational and Cultural Affairs, better known as ECA. My name's Christopher Wurst, I'm the director of the Collaboratory. 2233 is named for Title 22, Chapter 33 of the U.S. Code, the statute that created ECA. And our stories come from participants of U.S. government-funded international exchange programs. I hope you enjoyed our first bonus episode of 2233 and that it made you um, hungry for more, shall we say? For more about ECA exchange programs, check out eca.state.gov. We also encourage you to subscribe to 2233, and now that you know that we have bonus episodes, why would you not? We'd also love to hear from you. You can write to us at ecacollaboratory at state.gov. That's E-C-A-C-O-L-L-A-B-O-R-A-T-O-R-Y at state.gov. Special thanks this week to all of the ECA participants willing to share their crazy and unique food stories, and that includes... Alicia Nelson, Jerry Howell, Will Langford, Mallory McEwen, Nathan Tauger, Rabia Hanif, Gretchen Sanders, and Madeline Fritch. Gabby Buggy, our ex-former intern who we miss, did most of the interviews. I did a few as well. I edited the segment. Featured music was Travel On by the Ramsey Lewis Trio. Music at the top of each episode is Sebastian by How the Night Came, and the end credit music is Two Pianos by Tagir Lius. Until next time.